0: Mm. Mm. you can just take your ego out of it and just do it and get over it um and like the same with like I don't know just life in general if everyone took their egos out of it made things a bit more fun I think you would all be a lot happier hey hey yeah. um, yeah.
1: Hey, loves, it's Wanda, the host of the Black Women Travel Podcast. I'd like to invite you to become a patron of the Black Women Travel Podcast. There are a few budget friendly tiers you can choose from so that as a community, we can continue to heal, ask for what we deserve, get it, and inspire the next generation. Tap the link in the show notes and choose a monthly contribution that suits you. I'm so excited about the episodes you'll hear that will nudge you to love yourself deeper and take more action in your life from that empowered place. Please consider becoming a monthly subscriber through patreon.com slash Pod. Get ready to hear another great episode. Thank you so much for joining us today. Can you please tell us your name, where you're from, your current location, and the name of your business?
0: It was a lot for me to remember. Um, my name is Charlotte. I go by Shah because I don't want my government official name out there. Um, where I'm from, London, based London. I'm in London, and my business, do I call it a business? I call it more of a side hustle. Um, I'm a travel and lifestyle blogger london based yeah i don't really know what more to say about that it's called memoirs and musings and i also have a podcast called the hustle hotline with my good friend jess so those are my little side babies and i also have an is five so yeah that's me in a nutshell
1: is it though because you are quite the lady with quite the <laughs> i don't even know what you call it like you are an expansive person.
0: <laughs> I don't really know what that means, but I'll take that. Thank you. You
1: do. You know what it means.
0: Um, so on your
1: website, expensive, you say... Yes.
0: Expensive, yes.
1: Expensive.
0: Expensive.
1: On your website, you say that sometimes you feel like you're part of the industry when it comes to like the blogging world, and sometimes you yeah. feel like you're on the outside looking in.
0: Yeah. Oh, thank you for reading it. Um, I kind of like, I don't really fit into that blogger mould of like, you know, the whole flower walls and finding pretty Instagram locations and doing pretty things because that's not real life. I kind of like, when I want to go and travel somewhere, I kind of want to get in, get out, see things I want to see and not have to tick off everything in a place. Um, I don't, my writing style is quite journalistic in terms of that it's more diary style i don't need to do another gift guide gift guide clearly christmas i don't need to do another guide to paris amsterdam london because there's so much out there i try and do things on my terms on my perspective so i don't really know what i just said but yeah i hope that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) um
1: Oh my goodness. Talk to me about where where this all came from. So you talk about blogging, documenting your travels Yeah. the um, days of live journal and when Tumblr was really popular.
0: So yeah. Like, so, mm-hmm. yeah I've been looking for honestly since I was like thirteen or fourteen, back in like two thousand and four on like live journal. And I think I just used to complain about not getting enough pocket money. And then obviously that kind of shifted into that. I used to have my own website on like free webs. I don't know if people remember this. I used to do like my own little graphics coding. So I've always been blogging in some formal element. And then I moved on to Tumblr and I kind of like drifted off for a bit. And then I started doing quite a little bit of like journalism like I wanted to get into journalism at one point um and then I was decided I wouldn't do this anymore and then I started blogging again after university it was like my graduate life blog like when can I get a job <laughs> and then I kind of fell out of love with it and then um I think after a breakup I was like fuck it I'm starting to travel blog so I've always kind of blogged in some way shape or form and my, like, my current blog I've had it for like five years six years so I think I started it in February 2015 like properly and I feel like it's taken me a while to find my voice but now I'm just like okay I know my style I know my brand guidelines for me you're not gonna find any like ratchet strip club um Instagram stories only on my close friends list so um yeah I don't know what the question was but yeah we move. <laughs>
1: like that was pretty good, <laughs> just like getting an understanding of where you came from, in yeah. Terms of, like your blogging life, yeah. But I want to talk about your travel life. So, like you talked about, like not having enough pocket money. Did <laughs> your parents take you to a lot of places when you were younger? Like, when did you start so, traveling?
0: So, I've got family in America, so I used to go there. Maybe like every. Couple of years, maybe like I can remember going when I was like, well, obviously, I didn't have a memory when I was one, but I remember going when I was one. Um, I went when I was like 13, I think, like, and then no, I didn't really travel much as a kid because like, I've got big family, so it was like far and few between. And then, um, I always wanted to travel. I remember just me and my brother went to Baltimore one year and I saw the, um, pilot with a fat Rolex and I was like yep that's what I'm gonna do and then I realized you need good eyesight and then I think it was when I kind of just started working and then I was just like I want to travel like I want to travel but I don't want to do the whole quit my job travel the world with a backpack because I'm not about the slum life I'm sorry I just can't do it um so like I've traveled more in the past three years than I ever have and I think The way I see it is that I'm not going to take a day of work to sit in my house. I'd rather just use that day and go somewhere. Like Geographically, I'm in London. It's so easy to get to places, so I have to take advantage of it. And it's cheaper to travel to Europe than it is for me to travel in the UK.
1: So like, you don't really share anything personal, (laughs)
0: like
1: Um, anywhere.
0: When you say personal, what do you mean? Like, I had no
1: idea you had a brother... Are your parents still alive? Like, what is your life like?
0: You know what? I make a rule of keeping, like, three things offline. And I think, for me, it's relationships, my family, and work. Just because if someone, like, my favorite YouTube couple breaks up, I need to be notified. And I know (laughs) that, like... Um, if i was in a relationship i don't think i want to share that i feel like there's some certain elements that you just need to keep offline i don't need to keep i need, need to put my family out there i'm just quite protective of like that and i f- i feel like the way i write you n- you'll know everything about me and nothing at the same time i just i'm just quite private about certain elements of my life why i don't know i'm just i'm just I don't know I really don't know I just feel like there's certain things you should just keep on offline I feel like there's like is are- your family in the mafia like I don't get it Shut I mean up. could be. no they're not but I just I really don't like sharing my family online I just I don't know what it is I don't I you will never catch me doing like family holiday tag or all of this nonsense I just don't want to share my family online I don't know it's a really odd one they're not in the mafia though it could be no, they're not. They're not Italian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, that exactly. Like, what is your heritage? Like, where where do your people I come know. from?
0: Like, I have like, no idea. I don't have my flags in my bio. Nothing. I just honestly. no. You don't. Are you going to tell us or not? <laughs> I'm from the United States of London. Honestly, I'm more London than I am. So my parents are from Barbados and Guyana. Oh. And then and then I honestly feel like I'm more from London than I am from there, which sounds really bad, but...
1: It doesn't sound bad. People identify how they identify. Yeah. Like cult-
0: Culturally,
1: like, that's where you were born and grew up, so I can understand that, especially yeah. if they didn't give you much or anything of the cultures from where they're from.
0: Yeah, I mean, on a, like, London's got a big Caribbean community, but I feel like London is its own... Melting pot of everything. Yeah. Kind of like. I'm British by my passport, but by ethnicity and heritage, I'm from the Caribbean. But it's just, it's just a combination. Like identity is such a multifaceted and layered thing that you can't look at it one way. So,
1: what way do you look at it? I'm
0: just, I just, I'm just me. Like, I'm honestly, just me. <laughs> <laughs> Mess.
1: <laughs> are you still doing your hair yeah <laughs> oh my can god you no I can't help it hear that sizzle and pop good,
0: <laughs> good. um natural hair and I'm like burn that bitch
1: <laughs> do you get do you use chemical or do you just use heat
0: um, I get a thing called a Brazilian blow dry, which loosens the curl. So it's like chemical, but not, it's like extra keratin. And then I don't like do like relaxes or any of that because my hair will fall out. But yeah, that's as, I don't, yeah, that's as far as, as wild I go with my hair.
1: What's your natural texture?
0: It's, um, just curly, wavy. Since I started ironing it, um it's changed texture when I was younger it was like proper like curly curly super super curly and then I changed that over time with straighteners like it's super heat damaged but I don't care it doesn't bother me it's just
1: <laughs> and we would never know that because you never post any pictures of yourself when you were younger it's just like
0: no you fabricated
1: I mean, this personality this sha, <laughs> this shah person and we're supposed to buy into whatever you're selling
0: us and we're not buying it honey i mean i could post a picture of when i was younger but really i i just i'm i'm my mental thing of like i post in chronological order so i don't i don't post a random throwback of this was me in the 90s because that's the
1: purpose of a throwback because you can't go back to the 90s and post it because a lot of this stuff didn't
0: mean <laughs> I mean if I put the throwback it will be on my stories and not I'm not the feed
1: got to save the feed yeah. you have got to protect the feed at all costs
0: yeah
1: speaking of your feed i uh, scrolled back a little bit on her instagram. Oh, it looked like yeah. your instagram i look like your very first post and i think this is telling of who you are
0: as a oh, person your very and first really good because like, um, I actually deleted a lot of stuff a couple of years ago, just yeah tiny, and I archived a lot, so mm-hmm. like if you look at my feed now, all it does all it looks like is that I travel a lot, but like there was a lot of like just random nights out that I'm like, why is this here? I think my first picture is cocktails.
1: nope, your first picture is you,
0: oh, is it, okay. I wonder what the caption is. I'm actually trying to scroll back now.
1: The second picture is Lana Del Rey, and the third picture oh. is cocktails. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. There you go.
1: And then it's like Beyonce, Beyonce travel, Beyonce, Beyonce travel. Some white guy. Who's the white guy?
0: Um, my friend Stephen, I think. Hmm. He's your Beyonce buddy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so up traveling a bit you've traveled more in the last three years so that was yeah. a, an intentional thing that you wanted to include more travel in your life.
0: I always wanted to travel loads like I've traveled like I feel like in the, in London when you get to like 18 you kind of do your first group trip with your friends and it's usually to somewhere like Greece Turkey Cyprus to these kind of like party holiday places. We literally just go there for a week and get absolutely bladdered, hammered, like obliterated. I don't know if I'd necessarily call that a travel. It's more of a rites of passage. So I feel like everyone's had that kind of holiday. But for me, that wasn't really travel. Um, I think 2015, I was like, okay, I want to make this more like part of my life now. So... I just was like booking, booking, booking. I was like, yeah, I'm traveling. And now I'm just like, I'm, my next trip is in 98 days and I can't cope. So I'm I'm waiting for the Christmas sales and I'm booking something for January because I've had enough.
1: You talk about January, like being a time of the year where like you have the blues.
0: Yeah, I feel like it makes you, like society makes you feel like it's a, it's a hangover from the previous year. Like you're supposed to enjoy life all around Christmas. And then come January, it's like you no know, drinking, no food, get in the gym, save money, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just kind of like, no, I'm trying to change the narrative for me. So um, I'm not doing dry, dry January again because with my new government, I have to drink. I need a reason to drink. So um, I'm just trying to change my narrative and make like, life great like in spite of like society telling me do this do that stop this stop that
1: what kind of things has society told specifically you that mm, these are things that that are not a good fit for you
0: um i don't know i think it's like obviously the whole like weight loss thing in january saving money how to make this year great going vegan all of this stuff and I'm just like opt out I'm not taking the terms and conditions box bye done finished having fun that's all I'm here for I'm here for a good time not a long time so Drake yeah. shut up <laughs> uh, first and of also, all
1: you I'm can't even say that, that without yeah. paying that man so <laughs> I'm reporting this obviously
0: I mean,
1: maybe he'll give me a cut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is that his lyric? I mean, I've I think so. Them.
1: I make things I thought, up sometimes, though.
0: So, I mean, Drake, I love Drake. Don't get me wrong, but you oh, know, one week, you? one week one week he's he's one week he's from Toronto, one week he's from the West Indies like he's having his own identity crisis. So.
1: <laughs> well, you know when you when you light skin and you sometimes look like you could fit in from everywhere so
0: I mean Black <laughs> Drake Black Drake <laughs>
1: um so you don't really buy into the whole it's a new year it's time for these it's to kickstart oh, yeah. these changes off
0: I mean you yeah. do and you
1: don't, the new year, I, new do, year. Like, right.
0: um, I try and just use it as just like a reset button but I'm not subscribing to the whole new year new me because people say that enough like after a couple of weeks I'm like you're the same prick you were last year so you're just a prick in a new decade or a new year. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds quite bitchy but here we are.
1: (laughs) But is it? I mean I I agree I think that people have good intentions but they don't necessarily have a specific understanding, a full grasp of how to implement yeah. the changes. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's a cultural thing of like, yeah, it's, it's a new year, so everybody needs to start making all these changes versus, hey, it's May, <laughs> and I can, make th- I can
0: make this change in December. I can make this change in May. Like, if it's, it's something okay you really want to change. Maybe, yeah, like, um, you know, implement change well. I feel like people talk about more about the change than actually making the change.
1: I think sometimes they don't know how. They don't know why they're doing the things they're doing. They don't yeah. know where it comes from. They're not doing the deeper work. Exactly. It's just like what's the point of going vegan for a month? I mean, good for them, but um I couldn't do it personally. But, it's a, but like, why? I mean, you probably could if you had a good reason to do it, but it's just like, why? Why January? I'm, why would you want to go vegan for a
0: month? I'm do you sure that you great have control. I'm sure it's great to go vegan for one month, but I'm like, you'll still wear leather. But why? You're
1: going to go back to
0: eating the same shit you were eating before.
1: Like, what's the point?
0: Like, <laughs> another way. Like, okay, I will eat less meat, or um, I will try and help out my health plan. I don't know, something like that. Like me me abstaining from eating meat is, yeah, it will help in one small kind of way, but... Help, help, how? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Just, I like meat and I'm not afraid to admit it, but I feel like the Clearly. whole vegan, the whole vegan <laughs> battle, vegan versus meat eater battle, I could be here okay all day. I honestly think it's a class thing, but that's another battle for another day. Because the way I see it, this is, like, the analogy I always say when it comes to, like, vegan versus carnival, omnivore, whatever it is. If I'm stuck in the wilderness girl, I have no food,
1: First what of all, do you know eat? where the wilderness is? Miss Luxury yeah. on a budget? <laughs> and
0: if, 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 like, and if I'm not talking about the palm trees you love. No, if I'm stuck in the wilderness in, like I don't know, like, Siberia or whatever, I'm going to have to go hunt down some kind of wild boar. I'll probably get killed by it, but, you know, effort. And um, I'm going to cook that for my family. I mean, I don't know where I'm going to get the oven from or a match, but I always kind of boil it down to that. Like, I'm not going to survive off eating berries for the rest of my life. So, yeah,
1: might, (laughs) might.
0: But this wasn't like
1: a lifestyle change. This is just like people doing something for a short period of time, particularly yeah, around the new year, for yeah, that's true, unknowable that's just, reasons.
0: In the UK, we have um, dry January, and I did it one year, and I honestly I don't understand. I was just like, why have I done this? Horrible.
1: Um, speaking of palm trees, though, that yes. seems to be your just so if I were to sum up your aesthetic, I don't know if it's an aesthetic, <laughs> but um, you seem oh. to be very interested in the sun,
0: <laughs> which you know, is understandable. I hate, I hate hot weather. I like the sun in my terms. <laughs> yeah.
1: So like the sun, blue skies, you love palm trees, you're into architecture a bit, um, and sunsets or sunrises, I, I can never tell. Definitely. Me. Um, you also have on your website
0: Uh-oh.
1: that you're trying to figure out life and have fun and not lose sight. No, yeah, I, I think, to ask you.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that kind of just describes me in terms of that. Like, we'll never know the meaning of life, and I feel like not losing sight is just sticking to your kind of like your core beliefs. So not kind of changing or straying from who you are. Do you feel like you know who you are? Yeah, definitely now. I think I'm old enough to be like, yeah, that's me. Like, I'm, I feel like this year, 2019, has been a year of growth for me. So, like, stuff that bothered me a year ago, or two years ago, it doesn't really bother me now. I've, I've, I've used the phrase that, like, I've come to peace with a lot of things. So yeah, definitely. I think I know who I am now, even though <laughs> in three months time I'll be like, oh, no. But um yeah. What do you think helped you to get that understanding of yourself? Just um growing up, like honestly growing up, and I think travel's helped in a way, but like growing up, life experiences, things that um, you know when you try and plan, and then something happens, and you're like, "Shit, I wasn't prepared for this." But if I didn't have that previous experience, I wouldn't have been able to get through it.
1: So these experiences,
0: but a lot of times people
1: experience things and they don't, they don't mind. <laughs> you know, they just keep going. I mean,
0: life. but I'm a tr- it seems I'm a like. Tri- I was going to say I'm a true cancer so I feel my emotions like I honestly like something will upset me and then in like depending on what it is I'll get over it in like a couple of days so like I f- really feel my emotions and then after that I'm like I'm over it I'm done and is
1: that just like a process you said that you're a cancer so yeah I, I that is. you feel like you were born born this way
0: <laughs> yeah no, definitely definitely i I can be very moody, and it's. It's just part of my personality. Do you think that
1: that has held you back in some ways?
0: Um. Hmm. Yes and no. Yes and no. I mean, I'm trying to think of a situation. Yes and no. I mean, I might. I'm a. I sulk quite a bit, but. And I also send like three minute voice notes to my friends or something minuscule that happens to me. And then I'm like, yeah, I just needed to get off my chest <laughs> and then I'm fine now. So yes and no.
1: Um, and what would you say are some of the ways that you uh, take care of yourself? What are your self-care practices?
0: Oh, ooh, this is a good one. I actually have a podcast episode on like self-care. Um, definitely solo trips, like right? solo travel is, like, my big, like, one. Once I know I've got, like, three, four days off, just to, like, blend in somewhere else, do life on my terms for a couple of days. So that's, like, my big one. Um, I have a real problem with sheet masks. Like, I sheet mask every single day. I literally don't know where it started, but, yeah, sheet mask is a big one. (laughs) Um, I think also... I think social media is a big kind of thing in terms of that I limit myself like I have self-care of it where curating a feed or following online that is on my own terms like I don't follow things or pages that um bother me or if I do I unfollow them so like every day you might just have a thing where I don't know someone's post has just triggered me I don't kind of open the box and keep scrolling through i'll just be like unfollow block mute restrict and then other self-care things i think spending time with people in real life is really 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 important um so like i think last year the year before i was just like i need to see my friends more so seeing people in real life versus online because yeah you can have a conversation on whatsapp or you know instagram dms but everyone's in a different mood so it's just best to see people in real life and it doesn't need to be a thing of like spending money popping bottles, just coffee, dinner or just going around someone's house.
1: You were also talking about when you were want, wanting to travel more, you said, you know, I didn't want to do the whole quit my job and travel the world and be a yeah. backpacker and slum it. Yeah. Um, so you have very... You have preferences about how you prefer.
0: I, I do. I do. And it's taken me, like, I think maybe this year, I'm just, like, I've kind of defined my preference. Like, I really tried to, like, I always said to myself, oh, I really want to try hostels. And then this year, something, I just like, I can't do it. I really can't do it. It's just... I, I go on holiday to enjoy, relax, and not suffer. I can suffer at home so... um my preference is like bougie on a budget. And it is possible, but you know, when it comes to travel, we all have different budgets, different tastes. Um, and it's important to express that. But It's also important to try new things. So uh,
1: Bougie, budget. Logo. So you don't believe that you could live fabulously and work for yourself. You think that
0: as in quitting um, quitting
1: your job to travel the world would automatically make you us us make you slummy
0: (laughs) no i i've honestly feel like i don't need to quit my job and travel the world because i can travel the world with a job as in like i went to 12 places last year and i've got nine to five like you can you can do things on your own terms i've got bills to pay for so um i wouldn't just like up and leave and I don't feel like me up and then leaving is gonna be some key to happiness. Um I kinda like the whole social aspect to work. I could never work on my own. When I work from home on my own I'm like I'm bored. I need that kind of human interaction. I think one day when I do eventually set up my own business, like I will be like, yeah, I'm done. But for now it just doesn't suit me. Really, really doesn't suit me.
1: That was just interesting. Cause like there like you said, there are all kinds of travel styles. Yeah. Um,
0: exactly. I wouldn't yeah. want to travel and work. I I I just couldn't imagine getting off a plane and having to go to work in terms of like I don't know, just having to work. I just I, I would just be like, sorry, what? what is that? Where's happy hour? <laughs> but don't don't you
1: get off a plane and have to go to work now?
0: As in, um, when I come home. Yeah. I mean, I always stop in that day between coming back and going to work. Or I'm just always tired. So, I mean, I've maybe just shot myself in the foot there, but.
1: Not um, necessarily. I'm just, I'm just curious about it because it seems like you have very specific ideas about how people are living their lives. And yeah. maybe maybe it's more of, maybe it's not necessarily the choices that are available. It's it's what you're you're choosing now, and so maybe you have to support what you're choosing now by saying that the other things don't suit you. And actually, like they might, but like your yeah. mind isn't open to it because I you want my, what you
0: have. I think my mind's not open to it because I like stability, and I feel like a lot of people are scared to admit that. Like I like knowing that I'm getting paid every month or, you know, I, instability scares me. Like, you know, there's some people I'm like, I admire their freedom of like, oh, I just quit my job and booked a one way ticket. I'm like, I, I like stability. I'm a real planner, like a real, real planner. So I've got plans up until August next year. And then after that, I'm like, oh, what's happening in October 2020? Um, I'm a real sort of planner. So the whole just running away, scares me but it's like again in your choice of words the running
1: away and instability like you couldn't get fired tomorrow I mean that could happen
0: but Mm -hmm. me being me I've got enough like any
1: any number of things couldn't happen the moment you step foot outside your door be even being inside your door like anything could happen like
0: no it's true it's true
1: I, I, it's just, it's just interesting to me the words that you choose. The it you it it seems like you have this picture of like <laughs> hell, a hellish, a hellscape of what it would be like to explore something else other yeah. than the carved path, the known way. Go to school, get a job, work your job, and travel i kind
0: of i also blame society for that because i feel like i if i look back i've never wanted to go uni i was just like i just went because everyone else is going and i'm just like i wish i started working earlier because i feel like uni held me back like three four years especially for the industry i started working in and i was just like it's more about um life skills than having the theory behind it so i have a film degree and uh journalism so and then I started working in it and I was like I hate this so I kind of wish that school society western society kind of teaches you another way and I'm not saying that's to blame but I feel like there needs to be more push for like vocational life choices versus you go here, you do this, you get that, and you become this.
1: But that's exactly the point, right? That's the point of creating your own stuff and whatever, creating your own life, right? Yeah, definitely. you are you are being intentional and in choosing. You are experimenting with stuff to see what fits you, and then you are yeah. building your life based around that. So yeah. it, it's not necessarily about. Oh, I don't want like you see how a few people work and they complain about some of the pitfalls of the way that they work. Like if they're a freelancer and they're waiting for checks for months and stuff like that. And so you're just like instability. I don't want that. Like not everybody works like that.
0: No, no, they don't. I mean, I'm lucky because I do freelance and I work full time. So I kind of see aspects of both. I personally just wouldn't freelance because um it's it's just not for me. Not for me. Don't don't really like it if I'm honest.
1: Um uh speaking of, you also work with brands quite a bit with your
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I just said I do. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, you work with brands quite a bit. Um it seems like based off of like some of the posts that i've seen on your blog so what was your what was your um process like with that is it like Um, you want to go to a place and you reach out to the brands or brands reaching out to you
0: i think it's a mix of both i don't really know it's a mix of both i try and do stuff that fits into my lifestyle so um i'm just trying to think of a brand i worked with um okay this is one i did a couple of years ago so we've got a big hotel chain called travel lodge in the uk and they kind of wanted to do a com- campaign of um getting out of london for the weekend there's a place called cornwall in the uk if you look it up on a map it's like a seven hour drive from london or four hours on the train i would never be like oh i want to spend the weekend in cornwall but because they got in touch with me they were like oh we're looking for bloggers to um escape London for a weekend I was just like oh this fits into my lifestyle I've always wanted to go here but I'd never be like oh I'm gonna go Cornwall for the weekend so um that kind of I try and do stuff that just fits into my lifestyle if that makes sense so you'll never see me start plugging teeth whitening and stuff or waist trainers because I'm just like this hocus-pocus ra- waist strainer is not going to work. And teeth whitening, in, I'm very, very, like, never know really what's in it. Um, I just try and do stuff that's lifestyle-focused. So, you know, if it's... Um, if you're in a restaurant, I need to eat. It's very, like, <laughs> easy exchange.
1: And, like, do you... So you... Um do you seek these opportunities out or are these brands reaching out to you?
0: Um, it's a mix of both, mix of both. That's I don't really pitch much. It's just a mix a mix of both. Mm-hmm. And, and I do a lot of networking. So it's not just, you know, my inbox popping off. I'm at events all the time to the point where I'm like, next year I'm just cutting down because I just want to kind of, tailor a lot of things and stop being stop you know when you kind of spread yourself too thinly Mm. i kind of want to do things that are quite targeted i have been to a lot of events this year i'm just like why am i here like this is such a waste so um next year i just want to kind of get my reins back and just go to things that are more meaningful
1: um when you're when you are Traveling, is there a particular way that you like to travel? Like um as in um or like with regards to food, do you do a lot of research before you go?
0: Hell of a lot of research. So my planning process when it comes to travel, I always have a kind of an idea of where I want to go. So say for example, um my most recent trip was Tokyo. I'd been wanting Tokyo's been at the top of my bucket list forever. And I wasn't, it wasn't on my plans for 2019, but I saw a cheap flight and I was just like, I've got the time off, the flight's super cheap, just go. I booked it. It took me about six weeks to choose my hotel because I'm really, really, really picky. I have to see it from all different angles. And and then when I'm there, I kind of have a mental idea of everything I want to do. It's just kind of fitting it, fitting it in. I always, always start off with a walking tour because it's just kind of, Good to just see a place through someone someone else's eyes rather than um you know printing off a random itinerary or um getting the metro from place to place. I think a walking tour is really good. I always have a couple of restaurants I want to go to. Instagram's a huge help. So um I've got loads of um saved posts, screenshots. And Pinterest is my fave. So once I kind of manifest, I want to go somewhere, there's a Pinterest board to back it up. Yeah, and also I do kind of take recommendations from some people, but then there are certain things that people have recommended and I'm like, this is absolute trash. So it's a mix of everything, really. Mix of everything. And I I never kind of get somewhere and I'm like, oh, what am I doing today? That, That scares me.
1: Really? Okay. So super planned.
0: Yeah. And not not super, super planned to the point where I've got something to do every hour. But um, so, for example, with Tokyo, there was only one day where I was just like, oh, what should I do today? And then um, I remembered I had a tattoo appointment. So that kind of was like, oh, yeah, I've got that to do. It wasn't my diary. So, um, yeah, I'm a meticulous planner.
1: Do you have any hobbies or interests that aren't necessarily about money? Like making money?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I love drawing. I'm very, very creative. Um, Drawing is like something that's very, very calming. Um, Reading, people watching Netflix and chilling, doing absolutely nothing. Um, I love branding. So at the moment, I'm just working on... um, kind of doing a lot of research for my own brand so it's always something creative or sleeping yeah outside travel yeah
1: and the sampling of the latest face masks
0: yeah so in tokyo i was like okay i'm going wild so i bought back 300 so by the time i come back to asia next year will be red would have been finished
1: so you plan uh, for 2020 you want to do not necessarily new countries but new cities and towns within those countries
0: yes you've That's got me plan. down so like this year t- 2019 I went back to two places I'd been already and like I, I love those two places but I was just like next year's my year of new new places everywhere's has to be new so even if I've been to um uh say for example I've been to Turkey so I want to go to Istanbul. I've never been, so that's new to me. It doesn't need to be new countries.
1: When you are traveling, like are you do you think that you are impacted as a black woman?
0: In, in what sense do you mean not going to specific places because of the way they may treat black women? Or does the way it I- does it inform
1: your experience? Um, are you aware of being a black woman? Do you think that people treat you differently because you are a black woman? Like,
0: um, not, per- not personally from what I've experienced. I've had people tell me, oh, why are you going there? So basically, by the time this comes out in March, myself and Jenna from Jenna's World View would have gone to Poland And a couple of people have said to me, oh, why are you going to Poland? It's racist. And I'm like, this is exactly the reason I am going because I can't discount a whole place because of the way they may treat black people. Like, if anything, me going there is education for them. There's so much of the world to see and I'm not going to deny it just because of, you know, people's experiences. I have to go there and experience it for myself. Um a lot of a lot of people they
1: like kind of do the research beforehand and they ask yeah. a lot of times like, oh well how? how is it for black people there? So like that yeah. doesn't that doesn't phase you at all.
0: Not really. I mean obviously there's certain places that are just gonna be like okay. Yeah. But um I feel like one place that I love going is Italy. I've been there about three, four, five times, like solo and people have said oh, Italy's really, really racist. And I'm like, I've been there and I've been absolutely fine. So, again, it's such a personal thing. If I went to somewhere like, I don't know, hmm, the Soviet Union, okay, it's going to be, you know, very different to, you know, living in London, which is like a melting pot of everything. So you just have to bear that in mind, but you can't let it stop you from going somewhere. And do you have any song lyrics or a poem that speaks to you? you know, I read that question and I was like, do I have any song lyrics or poems? And I, in my head, I'm like, not ones that I can think of. I've got plenty of um, blog posts on Instagram captions for XYZ trip. But um Not one that I can think of. All I can think of is um what's that guy? Notorious BIG when he's like birthdays are the worst days. Now we sip champagne when we first need. That is literally how I want to live my life. (laughs) Have you
1: have you had any like specific challenges in your pursuit of getting keeping your blog consistent? Um, or keeping your podcast with Jess, the Hustle Hotline, keeping that consistent. Um, you're um, also the plus-minus magazine editor.
0: Yeah, I haven't done that as much in the past couple of months, so I'm just going to brush that one under the carpet. Um, in terms of the podcast, me and Jess are literally very, very similar when it comes to executing a plan or something creative so I can message her at like 5am with like a random creative idea and she just gets it whereas I don't have like my friends aren't into like the whole blogging influencer sphere so I wouldn't send them like random visuals and be like we need to emulate this but make it better I just don't want to burden them with that so I've just kind of stripped back so me and are like really really similar so she does a lot of the strategy because she works in social media and I do a lot more of like the branding and the like words because that's very me um in terms of my blog I'm always working on something I can write quite fast so I can turn things around and uh, I think the only thing that I find challenging is you know when you just get a creative block and you're like I've got ideas but I can't I can't like pluck them out so that I get that quite often but when I get a good idea or when I've got like that mindset to write, it's really, really easy. So um being creative is hard because you might get an idea in just before you go to bed and you've got to write it down. You can't just like, oh I'm gonna remember that in a week because we live in an era well I live in a city where something's happening all the time, something in my life is happening all the time. So um I hope that answers your question. I feel like just having a creative block is... uh, on earth? What helps you to get through it? Um, I kind of take myself out solo a lot. So whether it be like after I come back, coming home from the gym, sometimes I'll just sit in the coffee shop with my notebook and just write. I feel like writing pen to paper is a lot easier than um, typing stuff. Uh it's taking time out for me, really. And I do a lot of stuff solo a lot. So I feel like that kind of gets me in that headspace. You use humour quite a bit in your... Yeah. Why am I taking life so seriously?
1: (laughs) Where do you get your (laughs) sense of humour? Like, have you always just been, like, a funny kid?
0: I've always been like this. I just don't think, like, I don't take anything seriously, which I also think is a problem, because, like, when stuff happens, I'm like i don't process it (laughs) um so i just i just don't take things too seriously because it's the same way with like a situation at work or something that bothers me you can just take your ego out of it and just do it and get over it um and like the same with like i don't know just life in general if everyone took their egos out of it maybe things a bit more fun I think we'd all be a lot happier but meme culture is so me I, I think one of my biggest regrets is not setting up a meme page because some of them are making millions do you do you create them yourself um no 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 don't really have time for that and I'm not I don't have the quick turnaround like you know sometimes memes come out of the like the wildest places
1: well you I, I do call you the Queen of Puns, so Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I thought that you might
0: I mean No, I don't create them, no. But sometimes when I'm watching like something really random, I'm like, this is like a really good meme. Um have
1: you ever taken uh going back to your drawing, um, have yeah. you ever taken classes or
0: um, is- I used to do art in school i did it to GCSE level which is probably the equivalent of high school something something in america so yes and there was a point where i was like i might want to do um illustration or something but i chose more film than sort of art but it's something i enjoy and i feel like these days i don't make enough time for it because i really really enjoy it so I always keep saying, oh, next year I'm going to do it. But um, I really want to start just doing classes again, not for any kind of, I want to be something out of it, just because I enjoy it. And I feel like no one does enough of what they enjoy. Like, there's always, like, an end goal of, like, I want to be supreme artist of the world at the end of it. I just kind of want to do it because I enjoy it.
1: And is it primarily, like, pin... Or do you do um, watercolors, oil,
0: uh, pastels? Pen really. Pen, pen, pencil. Yeah, don't do it enough.
1: What are some of your favorite things to draw? Um
0: <laughs> I really like drawing eyes, which is really, really weird. I really like drawing eyes and faces.
1: And you can do it uh, do you need a photo or you do it from your imagination?
0: I do it from my imagination, and I find like I draw best when I'm on the phone. <laughs> are you drawing? Usually drawing right now. No, no, no. I'm doing my hair, but um, still. Like, yeah, yeah. I've got a lot of hair, so um, yeah. I do. I draw best when I'm on the phone, or I'm doing or listening to music. Do you find it difficult to be still? As in. Taking in the moment. Yes. Being very present. Yeah, definitely. I feel like something's always ping, ping, ping pinging off and I'm like, I need to remember I don't need to react or respond now. So sometimes it's very, very hard for me. I constantly need to be doing something and I feel like environment is a huge factor. So in London, I'm constantly doing something so I'm just making a conscious effort to like slow down and do nothing or you know when I travel I don't need to be ticking off every single landmark I don't need to be doing that like I think I went I'm trying to think where I've been I think I went when I went to Tokyo I didn't go to see Mount Fuji I was just like I want to spend my week in the city so um still is very very difficult for me very difficult but um I'm learning more and more to be present because um we're so focused well I'm focused on always the next best thing and I'm like the best thing could be right now
1: and I always like to have guests share how they want to be supported so for people who are listening is there a specific piece of content or Us,
0: um, it's actually really weird. Um, the last episode of the hustle hotline, episode 11, I did one called um support versus surveillance because I found that um I've had more support from people I don't know than people I do know, and I find that really really weird. You kind of think that the people close in your life will be you know helping you at events or plugging your content or whatever, but for me, that hasn't been the case. And I've kind of gotten over that now. I'm just like, I've separated myself from the whole, your friends should support you. I'm just like, as long as you support yourself, it's all good. Like, remember why you started. And, you know, when you're drinking champagne, they'll be outside doing the (laughs) club. You can't even get in. So um, for me, support is more just like engagement, engage with me. I just don't understand why, like... I know you can write a piece of content, but I feel like I really, really like engagement because you never know how someone receives it. So I really like engagement. In terms of content, um, I'm trying to like grow the podcast, but it's not, uh, you know, it's more of a passion project than anything with my blog. Just engagement, really. Just interact. I'm always on Twitter. So interaction is great. I don't see the point of having social media and not being social. Like if you kind of, just do it as me, 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 me. Is It's kind of, it's just just like, like read other people's content, just engagement really, you know, take the kind of conversation offline as well. Like I've met some amazing people on Twitter, me and Jess met online. So, you know, yeah, engage or an oh. engagement ring, one or the other. <laughs> or an engagement ring. Okay, girl. Yeah one of those
1: I hope that you're okay with it being from a woman because I think that's
0: I mean at this point for
1: this show so
0: of my um, 21 years of existence I'm open to anything women men <laughs> I'm just like yeah baby Yoda any of them baby Yoda Pikachu all of y'all
1: <laughs> um so you want listeners to go check out your episode surveillance or support
0: yeah so it's basically like um say i post a piece of content online and -hmm. there's a poll just bloody tap on the poll it doesn't oh okay just stuff like that like why are you just being um like cctv just engage i find it weird I i try and engage with obviously it's impossible to engage with everyone but like even if I can't comment on your blog, I can be like I've read your post or I've bookmarked it, bookmarked it for later. It's not always about me. Like I read a lot of other people's content. I don't mm-hmm. always like. I don't know if you notice know with me. I don't plug my blog all the time. There might be days when I don't do it just because I can't be bothered. I don't have some amazing strategy of like I plug my blog three times a day. I do things on my own terms. But
1: yeah, engagement. So- So you want people to engage with you? Uh, Do you want them to connect with you on Instagram, on Twitter? Um, Um, I think check your blog
0: out. Twitter is my number one. I don't really like Instagram. If I'm honest, it's just that. Um. Yeah, I think Twitter is my main one.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I will put a link to your Twitter. Thank you. And oh my blog Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate you making the time to holler at us
0: and share. Thank you so much for having a platform to connect like female travelers. Like it's amazing. There's so many of us out there doing amazing things, amazing stories. Like I think I listened to the one where, oh, this is so terrible. I can't remember her name, but she's got family and she travels. And I'm just like, I'm fascinated. I'm just like How do you take yourself and a child to somewhere else? I'm just like the logistics of like, when you go to toilet, where do you put the baby? I just, I don't understand.
1: (laughs) Pressing questions. We should put that out (laughs) there. Like the traveling moms or dads. Put it on the floor. Put it on the floor. Goodbye, Shire. Like the Sims. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye, Shar. <laughs> Who are you crazy?
0: Thank
1: you. I'm sure some mom has had a really tough day and actually put her baby on the floor.
0: <laughs> to be honest, at this point, where else is it going to go? On the little
1: baby thing. A lot of them have those these days. Yeah. Or usually they're strapped in or they got the little rolly joint.
0: Oh, okay. Fair enough.
1: We've demystified it. That was quick. (laughs) Um, but thank you. Um, I really do appreciate your time. Closing out 2019
0: strong. Peace. I mean, I hope (laughs) I'm up to my um. Consistency is key by March, but we move, we rest, and we sleep. Forward March,
1: absolutely. you have yourself an amazing day
0: you too have an amazing night Even. thank
1: you <laughs> i'll see you in these internet streets
0: i'll see you in the
1: timeline <laughs> all right bye <laughs> 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 <laughs>